Listening to the Roman the World podcast, and I am your humble host, Roman. I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope everything is going smooth. It is the new year. We have six more hours until January 1st, 2022. Isn't that shit crazy? Do you remember when the world was supposed to end in 2012? And before that, the world was supposed to end in the year 2000 when computers were supposed to switch over. And all hell was supposed to break loose. Fucking Judgment Day was supposed to come. Y2K. Remember that shit? That shit's fucking bananas. We are in the year 2022. That is fucking nuts. This morning, I guess, apparently uh, Betty White died. Uh, She was almost 100 years old. Everybody was always talking about how old she is and that, you know, she's a national treasure or whatever, whatever. Um, Older than sliced bread. That's bananas. Well, rest in peace to her. Uh, speaking of Betty White, I uh, received a, a glass set of the Golden Girls, and my favorite Golden Girl is B. Arthur, and um, yeah, I, re- I received the glass set, and if you guys don't know who B. Arthur is, B. Arthur plays um, Dorothy, and she is my favorite Golden Girl. She is my favorite one out of all of them, obviously. Uh, I liked B. Arthur when she was on the show called Maude, and even when she made a, like, I guess, appearance on Malcolm in the Middle, which is one of the funniest episodes. Anyways, um, I hope you guys are having a great day, and I hope you guys understand that this new year is coming, and that doesn't mean that we gotta come back and fall back to our old ways. Um, yeah, man, like, 2022. I hear everybody talking about New Year, New Me. All this, this, and that. Well, if you want that new year to be you, if you want to have that new, all that new shit, you don't start tomorrow. Maybe you should have started this last week. Maybe you should have started working on being a new you last week, last month, yesterday, today. Because tomorrow's never promised. Whatever drugs you're on, don't be like, I'm going to quit tomorrow. You might overdose, overdose on the drugs today. Anyways. The, today's guest we have on today, um, his name is Frank. Uh, he's a really good friend of mine. And unfortunately, the first five minutes of um, our interview uh, wasn't recorded due to technical difficulties on my end. I was a little too high to not fucking record it. But um, we caught most of it, and uh, I caught it like five minutes into it. And I hope you guys enjoy it. It's a little bit more on a somber note, a little bit more on a serious note. We talk about some cool shit, talk about some serious things, and we just talk about what's going on. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast, and I will talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. On your lifestyle as well, like, I really think for the people who have, like, something wrong with them, like, diabetes or asthma or, you know, some type of stuff that they really need to take care of, those are the people that are more um, susceptible. Yes, for these types of things going around. And unfortunately, my uh, brother, he was um, asthmatic. 
Okay. So unfortunately, the COVID just got to him bad, and he didn't even realize it at first until a couple weeks into it. And yeah, unfortunately, it got to him to the point where he had to go to the hospital and be hospitalized. And I th- I think it just goes back to what you're saying, like surreal. It definitely is surreal because you see these people at one moment, like, literally alive, you know, fully on, you know, just out there, like, conversating with them, them moving around, like, everything, you know, what a human being is supposed to do to the next moment where they're literally in a hospital bed just with oxygen mask on them them could barely even get a word out and it's just like like you know dang like it is it's kind of hard to believe but like at the end of the day these are real things that are happening yeah and like like going back to what i said like at the end of the day like it's your choice what you want to do whether you want to get the vaccination or not but i have seen some people out there be talking like Nah, this this COVID stuff isn't real. You know, it, it's just it's just something you know in your mind or whatever. And it's a government know, conspiracy, something like okay. that. And I don't know. It, to me, that's just something I can't accept. You can't accept like, that. No. Well, it's because um, you because like because like you said earlier. Um, and I'm gonna let you know right now. I apologize because I just started recording. I wasn't recording all the conversation we had prior before that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so to recap what you said earlier. It's surreal, you know. No one's Definitely. gonna, no one's gonna think that it's gonna hit their home. Now it's just fake. It's this. It's that. Everybody like in the beginning when the COVID first started going off, um, everybody would all you always hear on the news, uh, COVID death, COVID this, COVID that, and I would always tell people like, yo, I don't even know anybody who died of COVID. I don't know anybody who knows anybody who died of COVID. Like it seems so far, and then you're like, Riverside County has ten thousand cases today, and you're like, how? I don't even know anybody who knows anybody who knows anybody who died of that. And then it's it's like to the point where, like you said, it's it you take you take it for granted. And you don't think it's real until it comes into your home. And like like for you, it took your brother. Exactly. And and when when your brother got sick, did it happen? Was it something that happened real quick? Or was it something that, you know, did he have any kind of symptoms in the beginning? Was it something that, you know, over time it just kind of, you know, developed or was it just instantaneously honestly like it was from what it seemed it seemed really quick and and it's crazy because this all happened within a couple months span and the last time i seen my brother like fully alive and well was around july oh wow and that was um and when did he pass he passed away last month last month oh wow yeah so um um obviously you love your brother i love my brother you know um growing that's he's your older brother you know i have an older brother and you know growing up was your brothers are your first friends you know oh yeah and uh i'm sure that it hurts you know so being that you went through something like that and you're you know you're still going through something like that you and um have you tried? Have you 
done anything to change your life or done anything, any kind of precautions to live your life more cautiously? Have you been vaccinated? Have you like changed your outlook on the way things are? Obviously, from what you've been telling me is like when people say it's fake, it's this, it's that you don't take that as a as fake because, it's you know, I think it just goes back to what you were saying, like once it hits home your whole perspective on the thing like really changes and that was the same way you know like hearing all these reports on tv of like you know all these deaths and you know this this and that and i was just one of the ones like well i don't know nobody who gotten really sick from it and died from it most of the stuff that i seen was usually like famous people or people on instagram and stuff and it's just like dang that that it really sucks but at the same time as like like fuck i'm really fortunate that it hasn't happened yep. to me or my family and and, you know, and, like, and since your brother's gotten sick has anybody else in your family gotten sick or is it just him it was just him oh wow. and um i think what made me get it was that so you got uh, vaccinated yes I okay have. And for two reasons. One, um, I when I seen my sister really sick and she got in COVID, like... Oh, so your know. sister got COVID also? Yes. Okay. Look, yeah, luckily, she's good and fine. Um, but once I seen that, I was just like, like, oh, shit. Like, you know, like, this is... This is real. This is, cra- this is crazy, you know? Like, she really has this shit. And just to see like her her energy level was really low she couldn't even get out of bed like she couldn't even talk so it really had me worried you know and like thank god nothing happened to her but not only with that but my parents you know both of them they're working in the fields to where they got the um thing on them to where hey you either take this vaccination or we have to lay you off. And, oh, you know, and unfortunately, unfortunately, they weren't in any, you know, position to be like, all right, well, deuces, you know, and they got, you know, bi- they got their bills to pay. They need to, you know, do their things. So and I don't mean to cut you off, but I feel like that that's what happened with a lot of families and a lot of fa- parents and a lot of uh, people who are responsible that um, they were put in a predicament to get vaccinated because, you know, I'm not going to get vaccinated and I'm going to lose my job. You know, know, that's hard. That sucks. Me personally, I'm I'm vaccinated. And the only reason why I got vaccinated was for that that exact reason is if I don't get vaccinated, I'm going to lose my job. And um, honestly, that vaccination fucked me up. It kicked my ass. The first shot, the, the first shot, the first shot put me down. I couldn't get up. I couldn't move. I felt like I had the flu. I was real heavy. Um, and then everybody would tell me, oh, the second shot's not. If you got sick on the first one, the second shot's not going to mess you up. The second shot literally left me. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't get out. I couldn't even stand up. I laid in bed for about two days. I didn't eat for two days. I didn't drink nothing for two days. I didn't even have the strength to even get up and drink anything. I don't even remember if I pissed or shit anything. I just remember just laying in bed all day. And my girlfriend came in and she like she would come in and she would tell me like, dude, are you alive? And I was like, I don't even know. I, I, I was honestly, I would rather, 
like I don't want me to say this, but I would rather have COVID than get those damn shots. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of it all, people would say like, oh, like event. Yeah, there's no symptoms, but 10 years down the road, your leg's going to fall off. 10 years down the road, you know, your dick might fall off. I haven't had, thank God I haven't had any kind of um, adverse reactions. I haven't, uh, since I've got my COVID shots, I've um, ran a marathon. I've actually become a lot more healthier. I've done a lot more. And I feel like it hasn't affected me. Maybe there may have been little things. I don't know. But it's nothing to, to the point where I haven't um, noticed anything that was going to cause any kind of problems, any kind of drama with me. But, um, yeah, it sucks that families were put in predicaments of we're going to lo- you lose your job if you don't get a shot. And that's the, that's the thing that kind of really bothered me about this whole situation. Because, like, no matter what the thing is, you should never play with somebody's paycheck. Oh, yeah, somebody, definitely. Somebody's way of living through their life. And unfortunately, it sucks that some of these companies had to put that um, predicament on their people. Like, hey. You either get this or you're going to be cut. And most of these people have been working at these jobs for years. Yeah. Hey, just well, you keep talking. I can hear you through headphones. I'm going to get a drink real quick. Okay. Okay. And it's just, it's really unfortunate that, you know, these people who have been working these jobs for so many years that just as soon as this thing hit, they ought, they out of nowhere got thrown with this. Well, Hey, there's this new thing, you know, so it's either you get with it or you get out. And unfortunately, some people decided, well, you I'm going to get it. out. Yeah. And some people were just like, well, I need to I need to make my money. You know, I have bills to pay, you know, and I feel like the maybe I could be wrong, but I feel like the people who stayed and decided to get the vaccination and um you know continue working and making their money as people with families yeah definitely most definitely that's the only reason why i got the vaccination because i didn't want to say i could have sat there and been like oh yeah the vaccination this the vaccination that but at the end of the day i can say i care more about my family not because i got a vaccination i don't give a shit about that i care more about my family because i have to provide at the end of the day exactly you know i can I'd rather get this paycheck. Yeah, and, and that's what sucks is like at the end of it all, it's all about money. Like it's fucking horrible to think about that shit. It's like, oh man, I'm going to put my life like, dog, do you know the first round? I think I want to think if it's in um in Australia or I think it was in Australia. The first rounds of COVID testing, the first kind of batches that people got eight became HIV positive. From the COVID, from a COVID vaccine, the first the first trial runs, people became HIV positive. There was no signs of HIV in their life, in their bodies, and they became HIV positive from the first rounds of COVID, from the first round of the COVID vaccine trials. That's insane. Do you not think that I could have fucking got? Let's say, for instance, I got that Johnson and Johnson. Yo, some shit might have happened to me. You know what I'm saying? And those are risks that me your mom your dad have to take because for a paycheck exactly for a fucking paycheck to feed our family you know like and then you have all these other people who are literally getting unemployment 
and blowing that shit, partying, doing other bullshit. When you have families and people who want to take care of their kids and want to do this, like, oh, excuse me, this whole this whole COVID thing, like, dog, it's it's bullshit. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's it's fucking. It's surreal. It's it's ridiculous because, like, you can it's, you can say you can say it's dumb. You can say it's this, but in the beginning, it was scary. In the beginning, it was a trip. In the beginning. We didn't know what to expect. Nobody knew what to expect. Expect that's the right. That's the reason why you go to fucking Walmart, Stater Brothers, Kmart, wherever the fuck you're going to. Everything is off the shelves, you know, because everybody was panicking. Everybody was panicking buying. Um, dude, in L.A., Riverside, and all out there, there was lines at the gun store miles long because everybody was trying to buy guns. Dude, Ricky would tell me, like people were people were hitting him up. Hey man, can I borrow a gun? You know, can I can I borrow a gun off you? I'll give you some money, this and that. Because people were scared. And it wasn't that people were scared of this virus. It was people were scared of other people. That they were gonna do dumb shit. That, you know, in, in reality, they thought the world was ending. The world was gonna come to an end because it was a pandemic, a fucking virus, like the black plague coming around. And I I I I admit to that too. I was I was tripping. You know, I have two sons. There were two little boys, and the last thing I wanted to do was have these kids suffer. When I found out that it was kids are going to get sick, people were going to die, it was breathing. The first thing I thought about was my seven-year-old, my little boy. He has asthma. This fucker can look at my other son playing in the snow, and he will get sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, if my son looks at somebody sick, he gets sick. If he's watching a movie of somebody getting sick, that fucker's going to get sick. And the only thing I thought was, like, man, I got to protect this kid. I got to keep this kid under wraps. But as time went on, you realize like oh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. But then that's where those thinkings of you thinking that it ain't that bad, it ain't this. And then it comes in and it you it fucks your family up. It fucks you up. My cousin is right now in the hospital because he has he got COVID. And unfortunately, he's one of the ones that hit him hard. He can't breathe. He's he's fucking he just it's hard for him to talk. And they wanted to put him on a ventilator. And, uh, yo, like, but the thing is about that also is he's uh, he's on the heavier side. He's a bigger guy. He's, mm-hmm. like, in the 300-pound range. But he's, like, a tall dude. And um, I believe, like, you know, we, we have to be healthy for ourselves. I wake up every morning and I take vitamins. I go out and I get sunlight. I try my best to uh, be aware of my body and myself. And my parents, knock on wood, do I have any wood around here? Fucking, um, that they haven't got sick. And I tell them, you know, like, dude, you guys are in your 50s. You guys are getting up there. You guys need to take vitamins. Get out there and be healthy. Get out there and just exercise. Get out there to 20 minutes a day. Get out there. Um, you said something that your, your, your parents work in the fields. Um, well, not specifically in the fields. Um, it's more like my parents work in those job fields to where they get those rules and regulations to where like, Hey, you need to get a vaccine. Otherwise we're cutting you off. So, so if you don't mind me asking, what exactly do do they do for work? Um, my mom, she's a works for the state. Okay. Uh, She's a. A, a, what do you call it? Caretaker. So oh, okay. she takes care of my. Oh, I thought you said they. I thought you said they work in the fields, like they work in um, like 
you remember back in the days the the like cesar chavez you know working in the fields oh, taking yeah, the fruit no. that's what i thought you meant okay never mind yeah. okay yeah 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 that's what i thought because i was gonna say oh man that's fucking mexican as fuck that's yeah you know that's super cool like i i do got family that do that uh uh it's crazy dude it's it that you know it's really hard work um but no um my my mom she's a caregiver so she okay. takes care of she takes care of my disabled aunt and stuff yeah and um, my dad, he he's a truck driver, so he drives oh, yeah. trucks to go out. Well, hey, I I see, you guys, you guys. I'm not saying you guys must be doing really well, but I seen that. Uh, what is it? Twenty? What was that? Uh, you guys are driving the Chevy the day we were, I was with you. Oh yeah. Oh. That man. dog. That's a spaceship, man. That's a fucking man. spaceship. Oh, I got a I got a story to tell you about that. Okay, so um, I'll get to that in a second. But continuing, um, yeah, unfortunately, they work in these jobs to where you know they got that uh, um, rule. So it's either you do this, you do that, and I'm, and luckily, you know, thank God, knock on wood for myself. But they um, they got they both gotten both of their vaccines. Okay, and, and they both um, and have they had any kind of side effects? Like were they sick from any kind of shot? Did the first one hit them hard? Second one hit them hard? Was there any kind of problems that happened to them? No, man. I mean, the only thing that they got in was like, as with like any like shot that you can get, at least from my experiences, is excuse me, a sore, a sore arm, a sore arm. And yeah, you say your sister was sick. Did your sister get sick after your brother? Before your brother? During your brother? Before passed? my brother. Oh wow. Okay. So so your sister gets sick and. Did she get better after her brother or before? And because well, I'm, I'm sure that must have been scary. Like, you know, did your sister get really bad or was she? She got in pretty bad. Okay. So it, it, it took her like a week, a week and a half for her to go get better. And now she's good. She's okay. solid. 100%. That's, that's, well, the good thing is this, is that once you get COVID one time, you can't get it again. Yeah. And, pe- and people will always say, oh, no, you can get COVID. You can. No, you, you literally can't. Um, doctors have proven that you not a lot of doctors, but there's certain doctors who actually care about, you know, the, the people, because a lot of them always want to, when they talk about doctors and, and sicknesses, it's always about the, the physicians who they're trying to protect. You never really hear, oh man, what about the patient? The patient? No, it's, they're like, Hey, um, we got to, um, we're doing everything I can to, to take care of our first responders, take care of our, our, our medical team, whatever. But yeah, what about the patients? No one exactly. is, no one really knows what to do for the patients. Like when it, there's already, there needs to be a time where like, like they have a vaccine. How come there isn't anything to take for home? You know, there is, and I get it. Yeah. They're still figuring it out like this damn, what is it? Omnicron, a fucking transformer damn name virus. <laughs> Like, you know, fucking like this shit is they give this shit an origin story. It's fucking from Africa, from an HIV, an HIV patient. And the thing is, is like, when when is it going to stop? You know, like it's I personally feel like it's I don't want to get too political into this or too any of that. But this damn Dr. Fauci guy. I feel like he's into this shit. Like he just wants to hear himself talk now. He wants to be the point where he wants all the attention. He wants all this bullshit. And it sucks that we have to literally listen to these people who are just trying to, you know, get themselves this agenda. Like watch in a few years from now, next year, whatever these Pfizer company CEOs, 
dog, they're making money. They're legit oh, yeah. making money because, like, everyone, they're trying to get the whole world to take this vaccine. It, it's a trip because when you're a pedophile, the world don't know you're a pedophile unless you go online and look that shit up. But you have to go into a mall, you have to go into a store and show a minimum wage fucking person, hey, I'm vaccinated. But a pedophile cannot show, doesn't have to show that he's a pedophile. That's fucking wild. That's insane. That and, is and, insane. And, and, and like, that's one of the big reasons why I came out to Arkansas was California is fucking nuts. California is going crazy. Do you know that in San Francisco, Sacramento up there, and, and it's not just necessarily that place, but it's all of California, you can literally rob a store for up to $899 and not get in trouble for it? That's wild. Once you break that $900, the police will arrest you. Other than that, it's a trip. I've I heard stories that, you know, if, if you break into a house or if you do some shit, whatever, and you're high on drugs, you technically can't get in trouble for that. It's like I heard some, um, I heard like a story of like some dude, I guess, was robbing a, it was either a dude or a chick that was robbing a liquor store or something. And while he was trying to run out, he slips on the floor because the floor was wet, but they didn't have no wet floor. (laughs) This dude ended up suing and he won, but he was doing something bad. And to me, that just trips me out. And and that's in California? Yeah, this Th- that's was wild. California. Fucking Governor Newsom is a fucking pimp. He has a fucking winery. Do you not understand that? Do you not wrap your head around that shit? He is a fucking pimp. Owns a winery. A vineyard. He has his own that's wine. Crazy. That's pimp shit. That's legit pimp shit. Like, you know, like, it's wild. It's fucking crazy. The whole entire, like, just everything with all that going on. You know, like, is and it? what is that, brother? On, on continue? No, 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 no. Uh, I was pretty much it. I was gonna say like, yo, like this shit just needs to. It when when will it find an end? It even gets to the point of like even. Uh, who told me? Was it Ricky? Told me yesterday. Was it Ricky? I think so. That tourists when they come to to California, they're even they're not even promised their protection. You know the the, the police have told them like, yo, it's we can't we can't promise you you're gonna be protected out here. It's fucking that crazy. I went out to L.A. before I left, and um, I was in downtown L.A., and there was a legit easy-up tent. It was huge. It was a huge-ass easy-up tent, and it. do you know what the size of an easy-up is, right? Mm-hmm. Just imagine four of them put together like a cube, and they're all lined up, and they're basically half half is on the sidewalk. The other half is on the street. This dude legit had his whole entire house inside there. And it wasn't like, oh, makeshift. No, he had a bed, counters, table, dining room. It was a house inside here. Half of that shit was in the middle of the street. And people are just walking around like it ain't no biggie. And I'm sure it's a lot worse now. This was like eight months ago, nine months ago. And it's fucking insane. California has gone down the shithole. It's fucking crazy. Like, it's gonna, it's literally gonna get to the point where, like, Mad Max times. You know what Dude. I'm saying? I read this, I read this meme and it said, We think that we're gonna live in the apocalypse, that we're gonna, we're gonna have this apocalypse, but 90% of us are gonna die from diarrhea, from fucking drinking tainted water, 
and the other 20% are going to be the ones making the, the are going to be the cool ones, you know, wearing football gear, making a, a machete out of a lawnmower blade. Well, every, all the other 90% are going to die from diarrhea. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, life. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's crazy, man, because I've had heard of that. Um, I think it's specifically in LA, but it's pretty much the LAPD came out saying like tourists don't come here because we can't promise you protection, especially of all the shit that's been happening in LA recently with all the um, robberies, with yep. all the um, killings and stuff. And, you know, somebody pointed out this to me is like LAPD is saying we can't promise you protection or whatever, but they were like, when has LAPD ever really been there to protect? You okay, know? so honestly, I'm gonna tell you something. When I, I have come across a, a lot of police officers in my life, I've come across a lot of police officers, and I can honestly say, with all honesty, that I have not come across a, a crooked cop. And it literally takes one bad apple to ruin the whole bunch. You know, thank God I haven't came across any cops in LA because maybe they're worse, maybe they're this, but um. Yeah, it's you got to think about there's a lot going on in L.A. County. It's huge. There's a lot of police officers. There's this. The one thing that really pissed me off that was really kind of like, fuck, like this is dumb as fuck is when everybody was going around saying defund the police. Do you not fucking realize if you defund the police and anarchist fucking what was that? The um, Black Lives Matter bullshit. Like I have nothing, you know, I have nothing against Black Lives Matter, you know, like. Yo, I'm not racist or anything, but the people behind Black Lives Matter, the the fucking founders were fucking um, Marxist. They believe in our anarchy. And those fuckers, if we were to defund the police, let's say right now you defund Harupa Valley Police Department, defund Riverside County sheriffs, everybody. Who the fuck are you going to call when these fucking people break into your house? The fucking cops are defunded. Like, who are you going to call? People do not realize that shit. Like, that shit was the dumbest shit ever. People are talking about, yeah, that whole George Floyd thing, it was a sad fucking situation. Yeah, it's a shitty situation. But who the fuck are you going to call when the police are defunded? There's nobody to call. It's, it, it's, it's fucking dumb. Yeah, there's some shitty fucking cops, especially out here in Arkansas. Dude, I was out in fucking um, a little town called Waldron. Fuck those fucking cops. <laughs> this is hey yo Waldron Police Department. My name is Roman. You fucking know who the fuck I am. You can eat my fucking dick. Yeah. Fucking honestly, but I'm pretty sure some some of you guys suck dicks, so you can eat my fucking ass. <laughs> Dog, honestly, like fuck those police department. Like I'm the fucking bad guy. Like fucking bullshit. Fuck that place, man. And, that, and that's literally what it is. It's it's a few bad apples to ruin the whole bunch. And honestly, like um specifically going with LAPD like i feel like they've just been getting a bad rep yeah they've been getting ever, a bad rep ever since the Ronnie King times ever since the Ronnie King that video came out um LAPD has just been looked at as like you know you you guys are the worst of the worst but, and, but but it's not it's not just LAPD it's honestly been a lot of the police department like for instance the police department in Chicago the mayor lit like whenever the mayor speaks, the police department literally turned her back on the mayor. 
because the mayor, she's a black woman and she says that the police and she doesn't support the police. Like, dude, you got to think about this shit. You're a man. You're a woman. You're a fucking civil ser- civil officer, civil servant for the fucking people. And you're going out to go fucking put your life on the line to deal with fucking problems. You get a call, domestic violence call, which is the worst fucking call you can get because tensions are up. People are in their feelings. People are, you know, all this crazy shit. You can be with like, they could be the nicest person. And like, I don't even, did you hear about that guy? Um, I seen this shit on Instagram a few days ago, maybe like yesterday. He, he was, he posted a video of himself and he said, Hey man, like, you know, my kid's mom is talking all this bullshit saying I touched my kids. And then I just shot that bitch in the head. Right yeah, after that the, video, he killed his fucking wife and he, he shot himself. His wife and I think his girlfriend as well. Well, yeah, right? he killed his yeah, ex-wife, yeah. he killed his current wife, and he killed his girlfriend. And it's fucking wild because that is what people, when they get pushed to the edge. And as a police officer, you don't want to come across that shit because people are going to push themselves. People are going to put themselves in predicaments to get shot, to get killed. And not only that is they're putting their life on the line. I, remember when we were Ricky and we're watching police activity? Yeah. Dog. That's an everyday fucking thing for a police officer. And yes, yes, it's fucking, it's stressful. But the last thing you want to do is defund that shit. Defund a police officer. If anything, you want to fund them even more. Give them more money. You know, make them, what is it? Put them in some jujitsu. Let them understand like, yo, this, this, and that. And it's fucking, it's insane, man. It's fucking crazy. I just feel when it comes to that, they really need to get like, the right people to do the job because yeah there there are some police officers out there who literally do a bad job like for example that's that one story that came out a couple months ago about the lady that the lady officer that oh she, she pulled the taser her, she pulled the yeah, taser and said yeah she thought she pulled out her taser and it was a gun and then she shot the fool and killed them to me that's like well see the, the thing about that is your taser's on your right side. I think it's taser right side, gun on their left side. And they're wanting they try they're trying to they want to get her with is she really that incompetent that she didn't know what side her gun was on? You know, because she she in the video she pulls it out. Taser, taser, and shot the dude in the chest. And you can you can argue that she is a police officer and she should know these things. But then sometimes think you gotta think about this shit like you're in a stressful situation. Maybe she overreacted. You don't really know what the fuck's going on. Dog, I just seen a fucking video where the two officers are trying to get this guy out of the car. And yeah, they're fucking pulling on him, doing all this shit. He pulls out his gun and starts shooting. He shoots both of them. I think he kills both of them. And we're living at a time now where police officers are literally on edge all the time about that shit. And... Yeah, you know, you know what they say. Everybody has a game plan till you get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's that, and then there's really not that. But somebody always had somebody's gonna have to pay for that. That that for something's gonna have to pay for that. You know, a, a, an innocent. He may have been innocent. I don't even know if he was whatever the situation was. Um, but all I know is this dude lost his life because of a wrong decision, a bad mistake. And, unfor- and, you know, like, and this is just my personal opinion, but I feel like once you get into the force and stuff, you have to 
realize what you're getting yourself into, what the things that you're going to have to deal with, you know, you can't always think that it's going to be a walk in the park every day because it's not. There's going to be days where, yeah, it will be smooth, but then you're going to get days where shit's going to pop off. So you're going to have to prepare yourself for it, especially, especially this lady. She was on the force for quite some time. So, so she should know better. She should have knew the weight differences between her gun and her taser, you know, her pulling out the gun and being like taser, taser. I mean, at least for me, I would have been like, oh, shoot, like, this isn't my taser, you know, put it back, get that and do that. But, you know, you're right. Like, who knows what she was dealing with? All I know is, like, the reason why cops are so much on edge because of everything that's been happening. Everything that's going on. Once and- George, Once George Floyd got choked out and died. The world literally has went down to uh, shit. And honestly, man, I, I don't know. Maybe this would just be like, you know, over-exaggerated of me saying this. But I feel like if that never happened, everything would be fine. Well, what, the George Floyd? Yes. If George, what, Floyd, what if George Floyd didn't happen, it would have been um, another person died. Because what happened? It was that um, I forgot his name. The guy who was in New York, and they they strangled him to death because he was selling cigarettes. It's oh, I never heard you that. know it's it, it, um, Eric. I think his name was Eric or something. Even like the Michael Brown case. Oh, okay. You know, um, it's always it's always you know a black a black person being killed by police officers. But people do not understand is there's a lot more white people getting killed by police officers, but it's not that they don't make a big deal about it. It's just that. That's the only thing that the media shows is, you know, what's going to get people more wild up. Unfortunately, you know, um, like, like, yeah, and exactly what you're saying. It's what's going to get somebody more upset. Four white people die by a police officer or four black people get killed by a police officer. What's going to be more upset? And that's and that's literally what the whole entire media is about. We don't want to watch television and, and read something like and watch something that says four kids won the fucking Olympics. They're doing good jobs. They clean. No, we don't appreciate. We don't respond to that. We respond to fucking bullshit. And it's, it's crazy because I told myself this, like, you know, every time I watch the news, I'm just like, fuck, like. Every time I watch the news, it's always. Do you have a favorite news channel? What's your favorite news channel? Because I'm sure you have a favorite news channel out there. I mean, honestly, to me, they're all the same. Whether it's Channel Nine, I feel like they're all the same. But I've always been a fan of either ABC Seven or KCAL Nine. I feel like those are. You can't say they're unbiased. I I think I would maybe probably Channel Seven. I don't know. To me, it's like I've always like heard some. Every time I watch the news, is always some negative shit. Well, that, whether... that's, that's all the news is because that's what sells. Like I told you, you don't want to hear, you don't want to watch the news and be like, "Oh wow, the the the, the Girl Scouts sold two hundred cookies." No, we want to hear this man stabbed in fucking Corona because that's that what we true. respond to. That is because true. that's what catches our attention. We don't want to hear good shit. We don't want. We want to hear all the bad things because that's what's going to catch our attention. 
And unfortunately, that's that's the way, you know, like... That's the way everything is now. And, and, and it just sucks because with shit like that, especially coming from cons, people are, some people are going to be on edge. Some people are going to be like, yes, they did a good job. And I, I don't know, man. I mean, my honest opinion is, and, you know, you, you can disagree, but I feel like when, when cops, when it comes to somebody white, to somebody colored, they'll be more relaxed to the white person compared to the color person, especially depending where they're at caught being in Compton. Then they pull over some, um, black people who are probably, you know, gang bangers or whatever. They're more, they're going to be more on edge compared but, but, to it. But, but you, but you said it right there in Compton, dude, you're already in a bad area. That's like going to fucking a battlefield and, expecting a battle you yeah know what i'm saying you're going to a battlefield expecting a battle so you're going to be ready for war yeah if you know it's it, it sucks because how they always portray these fucking um how do you say they, they portray these school shooters you all they always they always they always um put them together they'll show his name is Eric Gardner. That's his name. Eric Gardner. And he's the guy. I think I'm fucking 100% sure that's his name. He's the one who got strangled in, in, uh, in New York. They, they'll put a picture of him and they'll say killed for smoking cigarettes, for selling cigarettes. Um, Dylan Roof. Sir, he wasn't killed, gave up peacefully, and he was the one who shot the, the people in the, the church. And it's stupid that they fucking put these two together. Because you're in two different circumstances, way two different things. In one, you're literally responding to a fucking um, uh, a mass shooting. Yeah, you're expecting this. But if the person comes out and police are not going to just shoot you for no fucking reason unless there's a fucking reason. And these people who literally were killed, uh, George Floyd, he was strangled. He wasn't shot. Eric Gardner, he was strangled. He wasn't shot. Um Michael Brown, he was shot, um, and they, they they try to they try to add a, a a connection to them like oh yeah why are these white people surviving when this why are these white people surviving when that uh, what was that guy's name um, the Joker killer you know which one the uh, Bat- Dark Knight his name was um, fuck what the oh, fuck the guy in the movie theater right yeah his name was yeah. um, shit what the hell I know his fucking name I have it out on my head his name was. I don't even know. I'm a fucking liar. Or even like, remember that guy? I don't even know. I don't even know what happened with that. Remember that dude that was in Corona? He shot that fucking TikTok star and he shot his girlfriend. Remember that shit? Yeah. And that yeah. was what the fast, the Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. I think it was that one. Um, fuck. What is that damn guy's name? Dennis? Dylan? No. I uh, one thing about that Dylan Roof one. I remember when that shit went down. I remember I was uh, laying in bed. I wake up in the morning and they were like, uh, uh, this, this, this church, all black church, people were killed. And the guy on the loose was Dylan Roof. And I remember I was like, what the fuck? So I remember I went on Instagram. I looked his, uh, his whole profile up and people were literally on his profile, his Instagram profile saying like, yo, you just kill people. And he was responding to them. He was like, uh, I don't remember what the fuck he was saying, but I know he was liking the messages. And, um, that's when he was on the run and he took off and I think he went through a different state or some bullshit. But, um, uh, he was, after he got caught, they literally cut his Instagram off, like fucking black that shit out. Um, 
But yeah, dude, like the world is fucking insane. People are literally like it's scary. Like when I was in school, when you were in school, we didn't have to worry about no dudes shooting the school up. The only thing that I the only school shooting I knew about was um, Columbine. And that was in 1999, I believe. Um, and that was with. Um, <sighs> fuck there's so many damn school shootings nowadays it's all these they all mixed together um the only thing i could think of is that kyle rittenhouse and that's fucking whatever the hell it is but that's that Hon- one you know honestly the like i've heard a couple like school shootings throughout my but years, they're all white like, people they're all fucking yeah. white people but you know as for some reason like the one that always stood out to me was um virginia tech Oh yeah, the fucking Asian dude. I and remember seeing, remember his pictures, fucking the two guys yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, Virginia yeah, Tech. Yeah. yeah, and to me is like, and what was it? Just um, a couple months ago, I think in Texas, some I guess some black kid was getting like bullied out of school or something. So he literally went to school and shot the fucking a black dude. dude? A black dude yeah. shot him. Oh shit, that's the first I've never heard of that shit. Yeah, exactly. So. Just with those two, that's all you need for people to, you know, the people to be like, oh, white people, they're school shooters and all this and that. Those two people, not really the Virginia Tech, because I haven't really heard people talk about that. But just with that black kid at that Texas school, yeah, that's pretty much what people need to be like, well, you can't really say that when this kid just did that at yeah. the school. But... It's also kind of different because this dude just shot the person who was bullying him compared to these, you know, white people. You can say just go around and shoot random whoever people. they yeah, whoever they can shoot, whoever comes across their way. You know, just you go down, you go down and yo, un- white people are fucking crazy. <laughs> white people, I, dude, I can honestly say that I have two ex-girlfriends who are fucking white. My kid's mom is fucking insane. There was times where where we were together and we would argue. And all I wanted to do was talk to her. This bitch was sock herself in the face, bang her head against the wall to the point where it would feel like I'm attacking her when she's beating herself up. Like she literally, it felt like I was possessing her hands and she would sock herself in the face and she would be like, leave me the fuck alone, hitting herself in the face. And I'm literally on the other side of the room looking at her like, whoa, what the fuck? The, she, dude, she was, she was beating herself up one day and the police came and I remember they saw her all beat up, fucking face all fucked up. And they looked at me and they're like, you're going to jail, guy. Like, and I'm like, dog, I'm the one who called. And they're like, you're going to jail. And they handcuff me. And as they're handcuffing me, I tell them, look at my hands. My hands are clean. I have no blood on my hands. I have no kind of anything on my hands. My clothes ain't ripped. My body, like, I'm not, does it look like I got in a fight right now? And then they were like, whatever, whatever, whatever. They end up taking me down to the police department. And then they realize, yo, like, he's telling the truth. They let this bitch take my fucking car, take off, and let her get away scot-free. My kid's mom got away with so much bullshit and 99% of the time, I'm left fucking empty-handed, fucking dealing with the bullshit. It's fucking whack. And unfortunately, man, that just comes to, like, another, like, discussion to where, like, women could get away with a lot of shit that 
any man wouldn't be able to get away with. Like, for example, like I'll put this example in there. You have a chick run down the street in a neighborhood full of people or whatever public place. She's screaming, help, help. Um, I'm being uh, ra- uh, raped or, or followed or whatever. And she's the one who started the problem, huh? And the guy's yeah, in his she's, ass kicked. She's, she's crying or whatever and stuff. Nine times out of ten, the people are going to believe her and try to help her. If a dude tries to do that and stuff, they're just nine times out of ten, they're going to look at this dude and be like, the fuck? Like, what's, what's up with this dude? Well, you know? it's because as a man, we're expected things. As a man, we have a standard that we're supposed to live up to. You know, like, just like when you see a homeless chick, even though, like, I don't give homeless any kind of money. I don't give a fuck. I do not care. Like I was homeless myself and me being homeless. I didn't, I dude, I could have literally sat there and felt sorry for myself. Fuck that. There's so many jobs out there that you can go get yourself a fucking job. And whenever I see a homeless person, I'm like, dude, like go get a fucking job, get out, get your fucking, get off that ass and get your ass out there and do that shit. And when you see a homeless woman, people always like, Oh, they feel sorry for the girl. Oh my God, they feel this. They feel sorry when they're literally in the same exact boat as a guy. Same shit. But guys, women, women always get the, 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 the longer end of the stick and they feel sorry because we feel sorry for them. I admit it. I don't give a fucking homeless dude money. I see a homeless chick and I'll look at them and I'm like, man, that sucks. You still ain't getting no money out of me, but that sucks. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's more crazy when you see that and who knows if it's real or not. But when you see like, the homeless chick with like a kid or something, whatever, that's just gonna grab people's attention more to feel sorry for yeah. them. And you know, there is a lot of people out there who are scamming people, man. Oh, like they're literally lot. they're literally playing the part just to have people give them whatever they have in their pocket. And most of them go home with a good chunk of change. Yep. And, you know? My my kid's mom her sister that um when a homeless dude is out there um with a with a, a a sign it's called flying a kite they're flying their kite out and my sister my my kid's mom's sister she literally would go out and they had the opportunity to work and she would put a sign up and say oh homeless i'm this i'm that and she would pull money her boyfriend her whatever the hell he was he would literally allow her to go fuck other guys for drugs as long as she comes back with the drugs, yo, like we're down with that shit. Fucking it. And I, I feel like at the end of it all, it all comes back down to drugs. You know, people will literally do whatever they can to get high. And that it, sucks. And you like, that is true. That is something you put into perspective in my head. And I think about like, you really think these people like, these homeless people around there asking for money or whatever. And then they get all that money and they go and they save it or they go home and, you know, they well home, but they spend it on something good, you know, but nine times out of 10, they're going to spend it on drugs or alcohol. Yeah. Because if you are really homeless, you will literally do everything you can to get out of that homelessness. And, just like the police, it takes one bad apple to ruin the whole bunch. Exactly. And there was one time I was at the um, the gas station and some lady pulls up. She's walking up and she's like, hey, um, 
I need gas in my car. Can you just give me a couple dollars? Um, and I was like, where's your car at? I'll literally fill your gas tank up right now. I'll give you a full tank of gas. And she's like, no, 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 no. I just, I just need the money for the gas. And I was like, no, I will give you the $40 to fill your tank up right now. Bring your car up. I'll fill that shit up. She argued with me on why she doesn't want to bring my car, bring her car, this and that. And she got mad at me for wanting to give her a full tank of gas. And she took off. And then the guy right next, the guy um, who was right next to me, he goes, dude, I just gave her $10 for some gas. And I was like, dude, that's fucking wild. That's fucking. And it takes people like that to ruin it for everybody else. You know, like the boy who cried wolf. There's a there's a guy I see all the time. Uh, there's a road out here. It's called Rogers Avenue. And that's like one of the main mm-hmm. roads. Um, I see him all the time. And he always has a sign right in front of the mall. And it says, um, hungry, need help. Me and my kids are living in a hotel. I'm trying to get money to go up to get out of Fort Smith. I'm stranded in Fort Smith. I've been seeing him every fucking day since I've been in Arkansas, since I've been in Fort Smith. And that's since, since September. Motherfucker. Okay. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, it does not like people like that. And he knows I see him and he knows he sees me because every single time I pull up and I look at him, I and I always look at him and I look at him and I, and I, I think to myself like, dog, you're fucking wild because these people literally make a good amount of money. They make a good a fuck amount of money just sitting there because they get the self-pity money. Uh, there's people. Arkansas is a really nice place for people who 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 want to help out you in, in California. You walk down the street, you make eye contact with somebody. They legit will look at each other. We'll turn the other way and we don't talk to each other. In Arkansas, you make eye contact with somebody. Hey, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. You end up talking with them. Sometimes it depends how nice you are and how nice they are. You end up talking with them for a little while, have a little conversation, and doing whatever, whatever. And um, people out here are really giving, especially now this time. That's the biggest time to take advantage of that shit. And um, people are always going to find a way to get some fucking money without working for it. Just like I I, I, I literally seen on, a, I think it's on Twitter, um, a lot of people, it, this has always been around, especially in California, is people are using fake memorials. They're getting pictures of other kids and they're putting it on there and they're like, oh yeah, my daughter just died. I'm raising the money. To... That is fucking crazy. You, you know, it's, it's crazy that you bring that up because I was just having that conversation with uh, one of the homies and we were just talking about that. Like, dude, like, because I kind of brought up about like my brother and like, you know, because we made like a GoFundMe for him, um, so that way we could pay for his memorial service and all that. And it was just like, dude, like imagine all the people who probably just find pictures of like these random kids on Google and stuff, and just be like, oh, like my son or daughter died, you know? That's and awful. they'll straight up, they'll straight up rack up and shit. And I'm just like, dude, like there's a special place in hell for those people, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just crazy, man, that, you know, these, these people, they go around feeling like something's owed to them. Yeah. Like, I went to McDonald's the other day, and I was right there waiting in the drive-thru. What'd you order? Soft drink. <laughs> uh, a beverage. A, a, a dollar large uh, high C. So, um, <laughs> but while I was right there, there is this homeless guy. He was walking through um, where the drive-thru was at, going to each car um, you know, asking him for whatever. As soon as he passes uh, my car, he looks inside and then he he just looks at me, makes eye contact, and he's all like, 
he's like, what's up? You got money? And then I was just like, nah, no money here. And then he was just like, what? What the fuck? What do you mean you don't got any money? And then he kind of just gives me like, like an attitude. Just like, ah, and I'm just like, like these people got nerves. Yeah. Like, you know, to really be like getting pissed at people for not. How are you going to beg money? for money and get mad when I don't have it? But they're nearly homeless out there freaking begging for money. It's like <laughs> nobody owes you anything. Like you're over here acting like a fool. Do you know I have to wake up in the morning and go to fucking work and you're out here fucking begging for money? Expect me exactly. to feed you? It's, I got to feed like, my family. I got to buy this fucking dollar high C out here, motherfucker. You ain't getting this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's, it's nuts, you know, like, um, uh, so uh, my niece, she works at Panera Bread. She works at the one right here. Can she get me some good? Can she get me some free macaroni and cheese? Hey, probably, man, probably. That's just fire. Um, but yeah, um, I picked her up one time, and as soon as I was driving in, like when you go through one of the intersections, is like right there. Yeah. There are these two ladies. Um, they look foreign. They definitely were from around here, and. I was just like, hmm, they're just both right there. I pretty sure they had a I think they had a kid with them. No, it it was just them. Oh two. no, no, no. I know what you mean. They're, they they always call them the gypsies. And yeah, yeah, yeah. they they they'll literally be like right there at like a like for instance on your side, they'll be on Limonite and they're yeah. at in front of these nice stores and they have their yeah. son there, they have the kid there, and they're just standing there. And, be, and and it's always like the mom, the dad. The two kids, the one kid, and they're chilling there. And they always said they're called the gypsies because they'll ask for money. And then right after their money, they'll go jump in their Lexus and take off. And check this out. So as soon as I was picking up my niece, she tells me she's all like, they've been there all day since I got here in the morning. And I was like, no way. He's like, yeah, I think they came with their dad or something because he's inside a Panera on his phone just keeping an eye on them. And they came in a fucking, I think she said a Cadillac or something. And I was like, dude, that's fucking insane. Like, these people are literally, they have money. They just come post up to ask for more money. Because it's easier that way. Exactly. Put your kids to work. And to me, that's just, you know. It's it's, it's pathetic. It is. It's, It's really pathetic. It's... It's you literally, man, you're it's man. If a lot of people around here could literally just not do shit and just ask for money and get it, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would. But mm-hmm. there's a thing called shit, I would too. Yeah, you know, there's a thing called self respect that eventually yeah. you have to give yourself and you gotta you gotta work for your shit man no matter what it is for your job for your fucking i've career, always been i've always been told in life you gotta earn your taco exactly you know, you know what I'm saying? like if you gotta earn your keep no matter what it is you you gotta put in work for it and you know like if life was just by handouts and just going on by then this world would be fucking madness man but so 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 with all this madness going on in the world, with everything fucking we're dealing with, how do you feel, Frank? How are you feeling in life? I mean, I feel pretty lucky and that I still 
close to my family. I still got my primary my primary family here, and we're all still healthy, still going. And but how do you feel? Are you are you happy? Um. So so, it, it's hard. It's hard to like. I can't really put myself in those circumstances. I I thank God I've I've never had the um. The displeasure, the 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 unfortunate of losing a a, a brother, <clears throat> or even a I guess the only thing I I've lost a, a grandma I lost both my grandmothers, um I lost friends close to me, and I can't really relate to that, but I could I could literally say like, at the end of the day I could I don't know if you're a religious person or if you're a person that believes in a higher power I could thank God for allowing me to spend time with those people and um, live a more righteous life, not just necessarily through myself, but, you know, doing right by my grandmothers, doing right by a friends who passed away and, you know, not squandering because I, I the way I would see it is like, you could have got COVID too. And you maybe you could have died. You could do this, and you got to be grateful for your life. Be grateful for you know what you're doing, and you know just um, it, it could it could happen to anybody. And you know, being that you go you went through, unfortunately, you went through what you're going through. Is there anything that you're doing different? Are you living your life more righteously? Are you living your life more recklessly? Are you living your life uh, more happy? it's kind of hard not to be happy but you know you gotta um, you know what i mean i mean non non honestly um i guess ever since the passing of my brother he was a drinker and okay. i feel like ever since you know that happened i just caught the bad bug and like i'm drinking more than I have before, and well, let, 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 let me tell you this. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off. Do you know alcohol is a depressant? That it is. Yeah, if you drink, if you drink, if you're feeling bad and you feel like shit, and you drink alcohol, it's gonna make you feel more like shit. Yeah, you know, and um, you just need to love yourself, Frank. You honestly need to. Do you feel like um, uh? I'm not saying, do you feel like it's your fault? Do you feel like that? Like, you know, maybe, do you feel like maybe, that you know, like, you you can't literally, you can't be, what is the word for it? You got to act like your brother's here, even though it's kind of hard not to. And you got to, you want to live a righteous life because you don't want to, you, you wouldn't want your brother to think bad about you. You know what I mean? Like you would, if, if he was here and you're just squandering your life away, drinking and feeling bad, you know, I'm sure my brothers would want that. I'm sure my grandparents would want that about me. They would. They always want the best for yourself. You know, I would always want the best for my brother. And um, right now, my brother is in jail, and uh, he was on drugs before he went to jail. I'm talking about hardcore drugs. And as suck as sucky as it was for him to go to jail, I was grateful for it because at least he would be off the drugs. You know, but those ain't we're not in the same circumstance, you know, like at the end of the day, my brother get out of jail. I guess I'll talk to my brother. I guess I'll hang out with my brother. And you are literally at a point where like, I'm sorry, Frank, but it's that's hard. 
I'm literally sorry you are going through what you're going through. It is hard to lose a family member, especially a f- your brother is your fucking friend. You know, you it, I'm like just thinking about him, just thinking like, dog, like I I'm thinking about my brothers, like my fucking, you know, there's times I, I don't get along with my brothers, but I would never want to wish anything bad upon them. You know, and, and, and I'm, I'm honestly sorry that you're going through that, man. I really am. It sucks. And I really appreciate that means a lot. And, um, you know, I, I try to, you know, keep myself like content by telling myself like, like I'm doing stuff that my brother liked to do. So maybe yeah. he would be enjoying that, but also like, I know he would want the best of me and for me to do good in life. So that's what I'm also trying to strive for, especially to be here for the family. And that's something I'm completely doing. Um, and, and, yeah, pl- and, plus, and plus, you got to, it's not necessarily you got to fill his shoes up, but you got to think about your parents. Your parents lost a son. Exactly. And you literally got to not necessarily be there for them, but you got to just, not make it up for them but you have to be twice the person you are now it's pretty crazy man because like i lost um both grandparents grandpa and grandma from both sides of my family and i still remember the day like the last grandparent i had was my grandma from my mom's side of the family and she passed away in my old house before i moved to the one I am now and I was still in I I think I was a senior still in high school and I just remember going to school the next day like fuck like I I seen my grandma take her last breath right in front of me and she just she died but I also think you know especially hearing stories from my mom like she lived her life yeah she lived a long good crazy life and is like to me, that that's that's all that matters. Uh, that's literally but, all that matters. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, my brother he died at a young age, at thirty nine yeah. years old. Thirty nine. Okay. So he lived, you know, through his younger years doing crazy stuff, but he still had more time to go yeah. to, for more shit. And unfortunately, you know, like his time came and well. You got to stop looking at the unfortunate part. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. But 49 years old, you got to spend a lot of time with your brother. You literally got to spend, I'm sure when you were born, he was already what? Like in his 20s? Uh, Maybe no, like 1915? Well, 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 uh, he was a lot older than you when you were born. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. You, got to exp- you got to spend time with your brother. And it's not about being selfish, but you got to... S- experience your brother you got to live with your brother you got to be in your brother's shadow you got I mean, to just that, spend time with I'm, him and i'm sure that's what hurts the most i mean damn this is a guy who potty trained me he yeah. taught he taught me like everything about everything man he taught me about music he taught me about movies he taught me about video games he taught me about like that's poetry. your first friend he taught yeah. me about like how to carry myself, how to talk to girls. Like 
he just taught me everything that I pretty much need to know in life. And that's something that I'm always going to, you know, cherish and carry with me for the rest of my life. And, and that's good. And that's, and and that's good. It's, you should always. That's, that's one of the things that, um, you know, I try to look at that, that even though he's not here with me physically, spiritually, I know, and I know he's going to be there to guide always me through what I need to do. Yeah. And maybe it is selfish for me to say that, like, I wish he was just here longer, but fortunately his time came. And I guess it just goes back to that whole talk on, you know, vaccination and all this and that, because he made his choices. He had his life. He did what he wanted to do. Unfortunately, he was one of those people who didn't want to get vaccinated. He didn't, you know, wasn't with all that. And as sad as to say, once it came down to the point where the doctors told him, like, you know, there isn't much, much luck for you, man. Like, he folded. He said, give me the vaccination. I want it now. And like, please. And they told him, like, we're sorry, man, but it's too late. And what did he? Um, are you religious by any chance? Like, do you believe in God? I guess, yeah, I guess so. Did he? Did he? Oh. Did he accept God before he passed away? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. He was. Man, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah, always he good. Was, he was I, very religious. You know, I I lived my entire life uh, wanting to um, do things my way. Mm -hmm. I lived my entire life. Um, my dad's a pastor, and I lived my entire life running away from God, wanting to be the way I want to be. Uh, I'm not a religious person at all, but. In these last few months, I realized there is a higher power than me. Um, the way has life has been working out with me, the way life's been uh, just things I've been dealing with and just things that I've come across. It shows me that there is a higher power out there and that there is somebody out there who is. Has necessarily their hand over me and I wake up every morning and I pray and I go to bed and I pray and it's not that I don't want to, I don't want to be safe and sorry. People always say that shit like, Oh, I don't, I rather pray every day and, you know, think that there's a God and then find out there's not a God, then not believe there's a God and then find out there's a God and go to hell. Mm -hmm. I, I wholeheartedly believe that there is a higher power over us and that regardless of what you call him, that there is somebody that, you know, there's a, a spiritual being. And I believe that if you do right by yourself, do right by God, good things will happen to you. And, well, you know, it, 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 it's, it's good to hear. Like, you know, it, it kind of makes me, you know, happy to hear that, you know, like your brother before he passed away, that he got to accept God into his life. And, um, regardless of if there is an afterlife, if there isn't an afterlife, um, you know, he got to, uh, do that. And that's, that's pretty cool. That is, that's really cool. Yeah. Man. So I know at least he went out with peace he went out guns blazing, man, because with God on your side, man, anything is possible. I got to tell you that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So, hey, I mean, hey but I, honestly, man, this has been honestly like the best podcast I've had because we've been fucking talking about some real life shit. Like, thank you, Frank. Most, I appreciate most, that. Yeah, but, anytime, but hey, I'm, I'm not done talking with you yet. I see all the time you post AEW, w, wrestling and shit. Oh, man. Do you have a favorite wrestler? Do I have a favorite wrestler? Fuck. I, I guess it depends what company we're talking about. We're okay. Talking about All the companies are together. 
there's fucking SmackDown versus Raw with ECW, AEW, TNA. You have all the players in the fucking field, all the wrestlers out there. Who are you going to pick? Fuck. I probably have to go with the Hardy Boys, man. The Hardy Boys. A lot of my last uh, my last friend I was talking to, he said that Jeff Hardy was his favorite. Yeah. Orange Cassidy has become my favorite wrestler. Dude, like his character is it's really something else, man, and it's it, it's really like amusing to watch because you just see this guy who hardly says any words. <laughs> kick ass and he's just very nonchalant and the whole time he does not pull his hands out of his pockets yeah that is fucking funny it's it's very hilarious and amusing at the same time and like it's crazy man it's just crazy to see like how far this stuff has expanded compared to back in the day fucking late 1990s like you either had wwf or you had WCW. Yeah. It was those two. And um, just compared to the shit that they were showing back in the day to what they show now, like right Dude, now, I can WWE say, has fallen off really bad. Right WWE now, is can, terrible. I can say the curtain, the current state of WWE is very kid friendly. Yeah. They're really trying to like push this shit towards their kid audience. Compared to AEW they're um they're kind of going back to that attitude era to where it's like shit is like off the bar you know very in your face i don't give a fuck and that's the shit i grew up hey, AEW is so fucking entertaining to watch so um, when, oh, so when i watch that sh- when i watch that shit i'm just like fuck like it gives me like I'm reminiscing. Yeah. It, it brings me back those Dog. feels. It, when I watch AEW, it literally makes me want to get out there and become a fucking WWE, like a fucking wrestler. Like, and you know what? It, it's crazy because I guess this whole year when I just been watching it, it just really clicked to me. And I'm like, man, like, sh- should I go to wrestling school? You trying should to be I- Frisco Disco out there? I'm, man, like, I, I even though, like, I'm in my late twenties. Like I, I still feel, I still feel young, man. So I, I still feel backyard like wrestling, really, Frank. Get on the, I, get on the circuit. I feel like if I really wanted to, man, and I really put my guns into it, like I could, I could do it, man. I can do it, and, and and that's AEW. That's what it does to you, because I, dog, I feel the same exact way. When I, that's why I don't watch AEW, because if I watch AEW, I'll be trying to do a swanton bomb off my fucking balcony. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking, it's nuts, man. Like it, it's, it's something else. You know, like yeah, there'll be those these people who like you know kind of hate on it and be like, eh, you know, this shit's fake or whack and stuff. But here's here's a difference to clear that up. There's a difference between something being fake and something being scripted. Yeah. Wrestling is scripted. But it's not fake. They know the entanglements they're going to get into. They know, like, what they're going to say and all this and that. Most of the time, they know what they're going to say. Sometimes they just go off the rails and make shit up on the spot. But when it comes to their performance, that shit's, you know, it's not Yeah, like, taking a DDT, that's going to hurt. Take a DDT. Getting, that's gonna getting, hurt. Getting thrown out the ring onto the fucking mat, just like boom, right on your back. Yeah, shit's gonna knock Who, the wind. What a what what a WrestleMania is it? Is it uh, WrestleMania twenty where they throw mankind off the hound the cell? 
No, it's not 20 because 20 was before 21. 20 was when I, Chris Benoit. I think it was one of the. Er, I, yeah, I think it was one of the WWF ones. Like backlash or some shit. One. Yeah. They, yeah, Undertaker through freaking mankind, mankind off, off the fucking it. hell in the cell. And yeah. it may be scripted, but that shit ain't not fake. Good. Like, you, you can't. Like, there's no way you could fake that shit. That's why when I see these people, like, oh, you know, that's fake and all this and that, I'm like, you know what? If you think so. Go into the ring with a professional wrestler just by you and get power bombed. Let's just not power by bomb you getting power bombed, probably you know uh, a DDT, a fucking get swanton bomb, get suplex, a suplex, on, yeah, on, on your fucking back, having to go back and forth in the ring like you're not gonna do it. Get suplexed, like, then get right back up and hit one of those ring those those ropes. Those ropes are cables. Yeah, and they always tell you like I would watch documentaries. They would say you gotta hit those ropes the right way because if you hit them, they're gonna snap your fucking neck. Yeah, there's fucking people who will straight like hit those shits and just be like, yeah, like fuck themselves up. Who 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 is that? Uh, who is that tag team? Uh, it's the small guy and is it Jungle Boy and he's with the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's um, the um uh, uh, Jurassic Express? Yeah, dude, those shits are cool. Or even those other guys. Um. Uh, they're the the uh, uh, who are they it's a mexican tag team and the guy has his face face painted like a skull or something um who is he uh oh i know who you're talking about um the lucha brothers what what is their names i'm trying to think because i i i know one of the guys his name is ray phoenix and then the other guy's name is um think it's like penta or something like that something like that yeah uh, yeah i know i I think that's who them those watching those matches especially like with the jungle boy and that guy whatever is so fucking entertaining and like you said it's like old school wrestling it's like old school fucking it's like seeing Rey mysterio in his prime again you know Rey mysterio eddie guerrero um i was literally talking to my friend about that shit is eddie guerrero literally fucking he would do shit that even now that, excuse me. Even nowadays, it's fucking would be cool as fuck. Like when he do his, I, I lie, I cheat, I steal. Was when he get out there and he hit himself with the chair and he falls to the ground. The ref wakes up and he sees the guy with the chair. Like that shit was so fucking dope. Oh man, when I would fucking see that shit, I would just be like, like fuck, like you know, like yeah. That that's the shit that kind of attracted me to it, and I was just like, man, like, like what is this, you know? And yeah, yeah. But but the thing that I feel like the thing that put a tarnish on his uh his reputation is um his last matches I always remember him have is a custody battle with Rey Mysterio like that's so fucking ridiculous that shit was insane dude I was like what the fuck he like- turned heel he turned heel fought Batista when Batista was so big fought Batista beat up Rey Mysterio go and uh, dog that was so fucking. I, I couldn't I I honestly I that was literally the last time I kinda watched wrestling. I was dude, kind of like, like, yo, this shit's this shit's fucking watching a soap opera. Dude, honestly, in a sense, that's kind of like what it is, you know, it's a it's a soap it's a soap opera with a lot of action in it and there's always a storyline into it. Like you don't yeah. know like what's gonna happen, you know. Sometimes you do, but then sometimes you get, you know, thrown out the loop and you're just like what the fuck like what just happened and you know it's 
it's really mind blowing. It's definitely like sometimes it's very unexpected, you know? Yeah. And even like the crazy part too is like um how do you say uh what was the thing of it? I honestly forgot what the hell I was gonna say. I must have been fucking lying. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, oh fuck. Or like um Remember when Kurt Angle was choke slammed by Kane off the fucking balcony and he broke his leg? Yeah. Remember that shit? That was fucking insane. Or um, the one that was always that's that still stands out to this day too is uh, remember when Snitsky killed Lita's baby? Kick that shit. Oh, oh man, I <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I forgot about that guy, man. That that guy was so crazy, man. Yeah, those shits were so fucking comedy. Um. Mm. It, it was ridiculous, man. Like, those fucking storylines were fucking insane. Um, I'm trying to think of another crazy storyline. Um, hey, shit. man. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but can you see me still? Oh, no. It cut off. It's uh, it's all black. No worries, oh, man. It's okay. Oh, I can fucking... I can, I'm, only, I'm probably going to do an all audio podcast anyways and shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But I, 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 the reason why I do the FaceTime is so I can see you. We can see each other and add that little bit of more of a connection so we can talk to each other face-to-face and shit. Okay. But uh, hey, you want you want to hear something cool? You're the first person that I'm gonna tell this to because um, this is super dope. So I've been getting a bunch of uh, I have a bunch of guests lined up. I have a, a rapper, I have a realtor, a bodybuilder. Um, I had Ricky, um, uh, old friends. I'm gonna have the current bantamweight women's bantamweight champion of the world is gonna come to my podcast. Wow. Fucking boxer. That's insane. She's the current fucking bantamweight champion of the fucking world. And she told me today that she'll be on my podcast. And I was like, yo, that's super fucking dope. Hell yeah. So look forward to that. Like, I'm honestly, I'm looking so forward to it. That's why I'm that's why I'm trying to have a lot more uh, experience and talk with a lot more people. So when I do interview this lady, it's going to I'm going to try to sound as professional as I can. Oh, man. I mean, you already do, man. You know, so I know once that comes across, you'll do a good job. And that would definitely be a great year. Hell yeah, man. Like, um, Doug, like you fucking like this has been the most, uh, I guess, professional sounding with you. Because with like Ricky, we talked about, you know, cool shit, whatever, whatever. My friend, we talked about bullshitting. But you, I felt like, you know, you you you've actually had some kind of. um you know, like you actually went through something and something that we can just kind of uh, touch on and try to figure out and basically just have some a little bit of realism. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, I totally appreciate that. You know, like I try to give it my 100 percent, you know, if I'm going to whether it's just a conversation with somebody yeah. or doing, you know, stuff like this, I always want to give my my full answers out there and, you know, just like just keep it authentic man just yeah keep yeah, it yeah. Real, you know? and that's honestly the best thing to do is in life we always gonna give our 100 percent. most you know? definitely i've at, i'm gonna be honest at work i do not give 100 percent at work at all i give fucking 30 percent, but i make that 30 percent look like everybody's 100 and i refuse to fucking be a slave at work i refuse to work my ass off to fucking for minimum wage for fucking somebody else i will work my ass off for my own job but mm-hmm. I refuse to fucking work my ass off for somebody else. Fuck mm-hmm. that. You no, know, I'm I, not gonna break my back fucking for somebody who's and you know making hundreds while making the pennies. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. But um, 
yeah man it's fucking um so so aside from everything and shit um what do you got going on with yourself you know are you still skateboarding i remember at one point you were rapping you were fucking uh you know you're you're trying to drop some tracks you know what's going on with that shit man honestly like just dipping your toes and everything yeah i think that's pretty much a good word for it like i'm i'm trying to get a little taste of like everything like you know do you want to freestyle right now do you have any tracks freestyle i'll I'll, I'll skate here and there um (laughs) uh, none at the moment and stuff (laughs) um but it is like something definitely i gave you know like my um some thought to you know like before i would just like be with uh, my friends and i would just like bust ciphers and stuff (laughs) whatever and stuff (laughs) And, um, it's just a little bit of everything, man. Like I, I want, you know, I want to skate. I want to fucking, you know, try to wrestle. I want to, you know, like. Then, then, then do it. Get, sign up, go look into some shit. Dog, I'm pretty sure like, who is it? Is it the Young Bucks? They're from Rancho Cucamonga, man. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, yeah. get up on that shit. That should be sick as fuck. You know how sick that would be? If I turn on the channel fucking, what is it? What, what channel is uh, AEW on? Spike TV? Uh, I think it's on TNT. Or what? Yeah, TNT or whatever. And seeing fucking Frisco Disco out there. What would be? Hey, what would be your finisher move? Would you be off the top ropes? Would you fucking be uh, hitting them with a Huracana? I think my finisher would probably be like some. I I like either some a submission hone <laughs> or some type of like crazy like slam. Like whether it's like some crazy modified DDT or like some crazy modified suplex or something, but either that or like a, a submission. I think I would like to do a submission hold. I I think, um, mankind had the craziest DDT ever. Right. Like hold both your arms back and you're straight getting a whole full fucking face of dirt hitting the ground. Hey exactly just imagine dude. hitting that shit in a fight like you're fighting somebody and then all of a sudden you just hit them with a fucking ddt hold their arm chicken wing both their arms and just straight ddt them into the fucking gravel <laughs> what's funny is that's something i've always thought about like i'm like fuck like if i ever get into a fight like one of my first instincts would be like grab this motherfucker from around his neck grab uh, grab a hold of his head and just slam down you know yeah, but just, or even like an old like just an old school ddt you know how they tap the back and bam yeah yeah you know how fucking or, cool that shit will be i i like, seen a, what happened even suplexing like a motherfucker straight to the ground will knock the wind out of him just i i uh, uh, a while back on youtube i seen a i seen two dudes they were fighting and this dude picked them up and power bombed them on a car Fuck. And I was like, "Yo, that's fucking funniest shit ever." YouTube, yeah, YouTube has all the funny shit, man. Uh, like that whole backyard wrestling scene. That shit was fucking insane, dude. That shit's wild, dude. That's straight up dudes, literally doing the real, doing shit, the most, <laughs> putting their fucking bodies on the line just to fucking beat each other up. You know what's fucking- even? You know what's even funnier? is if you look up backyard wrestling like amateur backyard wrestling mm-hmm. that's even funnier because you actually see people who do not know what the fuck they're doing who literally were like hey man let's go fucking wrestle and there's this one video of these two dudes one i think they're on top of a house or on top of a balcony and he i think he does like a, a pile driver from the balcony onto the back of a truck Fuck and he lands that. through plywood and i remember he hits the ground he's like oh fuck he's screaming his ass off and they're both hurt they're legit bur- both hurt 
and that's fucking crazy like that's white boy shit you know what i'm saying that's white boy shit there's a difference between you know doing shit like kind of in the safe ways like you know on mats and like whatever than to than doing that shit and it's like it's crazy man unless you're a new jack do you know who new jack is yeah dog he was fucking crazy that dude was insane he He was fucking crazy you watch his matches that shit's fucking it's not even a match like he's straight up fucking trying to kill somebody He's, he has all these fucking scars on his yeah. forehead. And stuff. Who, who like, was that guy? Who was that guy where he um, he got mad at him and he ended up throwing him off the fucking uh, rafters? Fuck. Uh, uh, I forgot that na- the guy who was. And he tried to, he's like, oh, I'm going to try to fucking. And he, in an interview, he's like, oh, I was trying to kill him. Like, that's uh, fucking crazy. Like, fucking New Jack. That's insane, man. That's. What was he? Was he on EC? He was on ECW, huh? Yeah, he was on ECW. ECW, yeah, that's fucking. And then and, he got to the little circuits and shit. Yeah, and ECW was more insane because they're more about like getting like crazy, like yeah. freaking lighting tables on fire. Yeah. Like you remember when um remember when ECW had that one night stand and yeah. um everybody got on WWF was on one side, ECW was on the other side, and they all got in the ring and started fighting. And yeah. JBL beat the shit out of the Blue Meanie. Dude, remember that, that shit? Was, that Fucked shit his hilarious. whole face up. That shit was hilarious, dude. And then everybody, I, and then everybody threw in the chairs. Dog, that's fucking like you can't, you can't make stuff up like that nowadays. You can't replicate that shit. Like, a, oh like, no way, like, no way. AEW is like we're going back to the AEW is trying to get back to that, but we're at a time now where, when, when we seen that, it was the first time seeing that shit. Now it's like, oh, they're trying to do what ECW did. Oh, they're trying to do what they did. But Orange Cassidy, he's doing shit that no one has ever done in the ring. He is literally <laughs> doing what nobody has ever attempted to do in the fucking ring. Like, that shit is super fucking badass. And that's why I like, I like him. Because he's fucking, he doesn't pull his hands out of his pocket. That's so fucking cool. And that's what makes him, you know, stand out so much. Because it's like, who else is, you know, doing doing this you know nobody yeah. else nobody else is doing this so that, that shit's it's it's really entertaining man it's really entertaining all right frank well i'm gonna wanna, i'm gonna wrap this up a little bit is there anything that you want to say to uh to the people out there anything you want to give anybody want to give a shout out to things you just want to say uh just want to tell the people out there stay safe stay close to your family and look out for your family and look out after yourself because this this t- time flies and we only get one life so make the best of it hell yeah hey thank you frank hey, i really appreciate you uh giving me your time man it was like a whole hour we, we spent together and shit talking with you i really enjoy talking with you and um again frank thank you so much and you have yourself a great night brother thanks man i appreciate you and thank you for you know giving me this time to talk about shit and you know i really appreciate it hey frank well you're more than welcome to come back on we can talk about other stuff maybe next time we can bring ricky along or just whatever you want to talk about brother hell yeah man most definitely all right have a good night frank thank you all right have a good night man oh shit i just cut him right off thank you guys for listening this has been a roman the world podcast i am roman and you have yourself a great night love each other exactly what he said take care of your family and you guys have a fucking good fucking night i'll 
I'll talk to you guys later. Oh